Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Everybody, today we're doing something a little different. I'm here, I'm Julie Lavender, your host, and I'm with my engineer, Don Richardson. Good morning. And we're doing a little coffee time because I think that there's some curiosity about Dream Farm and what happens here, because this is a real place. It is. And you step into it. You see, Don and I met, and it was a match made in heaven. He brings his equipment here to incredible equipment, brings it into the farm, into our renovated barn where we have all these musicians come, makes these awesome live sound recordings, Don. Thank you. Getting better and better all the time. And, uh, but he's stepping into a home. He's stepping into a music studio. He's stepping into a, a little homeschool thing. And uh, so the, we're just real peeps here at Dream Farm. But what do you say we start out with some music and kind of warm things up a little bit? Yeah, then you can get an idea of something that I wrote looking out of those windows right over there at the fields um, here at the farm. Um, an arrangement that I wrote of, oh, what a beautiful morning when I was looking at these gorgeous fields and that I performed here regularly when we first started having Dream Farm events. How about that? So we'll just sip on our coffee and listen to that. Okay. Let's do it. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's eye And it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky 
is an experience of what I see here looking out at the fields of Dream Farm. Oh, what what a view. Yeah, and um, sitting at this piano, being a transplant from California, moving here to New England, wondering what my career would look like, leaving the the jazz mecca and the recording mecca of Southern California, coming here. I had this experience of sitting there at the piano, sitting here and looking out at the fields and writing this arrangement of, oh, what a beautiful morning, thinking about what things could be birthed and and exciting adventures we could have in New England. And so one of the things that sort of um, developed out of that was the live events that we have here in the barn. And uh, those morphed into uh, regional concerts and then eventually opportunities for me to do radio and then to syndicate this radio show. But it all came together in this really bucolic and interesting, sometimes uh, uh, setting that's a little bit off the beaten path, with in the midst of a family. And uh, so, as I mentioned earlier, homeschooled my kids and 
you know, I'm a mom and I'm a painter and I'm a writer and, you know, candlestick maker and baker and all that stuff. (laughs) And so um, it's kind of cool to integrate all that and to come up with an artistic expression of my own that is, is really grounded in a larger picture other than just having your music carry you away. You know, some of the musicians we have here are really, really talented, and they, they're they the kind who want to go off and practice for hours and hours, and and um, music takes them away on tour and so forth. Well, here at the farm, it's all integrated. Well, I guess my question is, you can be ground down through your daily life with the homeschooling, with keeping your family busy and active and together, and all of the candlestick maker, bread maker, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And one would think that at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I just can't do anything else. But it, I don't see that in you. I see you're creating something from that, right? Is your creativity flows from all of the chaos and the busyness that you have in your life. Right. You know, and, and all that is, is birthed out of my faith, you know. But it, it, faith has to affect every area of your life or it's, it's irrelevant. And so I found that it's been a wellspring of creativity, too, into each of these areas, how we raise our kids and how we con- contribute to the, to the community. And then how do I write music and how do I paint? And um, sometimes it's exhausting because there's so much creativity and energy Well, that's required. what I'm talking about. And how do you turn that around and create something from it? Sometimes I, I think the creativity for me is in seeing my children succeed, you know, and seeing their character develop. Um, and then sometimes um, I, I'm alone and, and it's expressed in music. This is unlike, again, many of the people we have here who are very, very focused consistently on their craft, whereas my, my expression of creativity is much more global. Mm. Um, but I, and one of the songs I want to do in the next segment really expresses that. So why don't we take a little break, and folks, we're going to share a little bit more about what happens here at Dream Farm and my music. I'm Julie Lavender. I'm sitting here with my engineer, Don Richardson. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio. We'll be right back. Unless you really want to know. Because I'll tell you what is on my mind. And you might be sorry. I said so. Just say a penny for your thoughts, honey. Well, a dollar to a donut. Yeah, I think. Just met your passion, I think. 
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio, and today I'm having coffee with my engineer, uh, Don Richardson. We're talking about Dream Farm. We're talking about my music and kind of uh, where this whole thing comes from, this kind of movement of art and music and family that that um, became, uh, you know, Dream Farm became a hub for the arts in our region, helped start the, the very first art society here in our in our area, and to have jazz and art coming to southern New Hampshire was kind of odd. At the time when I conceived of using this barn for creative events, uh, everyone said, well, how about folk? Do folk, you know? And I said, you know, it's been done, but I want to do something with jazz. But I think in order for that to happen, people are going to need to be able to talk about it, and it's going to need to be accessible. I always like to know what makes people tick, what, bring it down to me, because I'm this mom, this wife, this, you know, entrepreneur, and um, I live in a world where my hands have to get dirty with the everyday business of family and and um, management. And I don't live in a world where um, I have the luxury at this point of going off and studying an art that's disconnected from my daily life. Yeah. So I want to I be the one who asks the questions and makes... Um, art accessible more to other people so that they might create some, right? So, Well, we do see that in the cafe events because right. it's not all about just the musicians playing. There's, we take breaks. We ask questions. We have the audience participate with either the, right. the, the musicians or whoever is showing off you know, their art. Right. Um, what, what was behind it? Right. You know, what, what are the influences in your music? I don't understand what you just played. What's that about? I want to be the person in the room who integrates everyday life with something that is from this other plane, this creative beauty that we get to experience. And so my own writing is really birthed in, in that. So one of the songs I wrote when we first moved here from Southern California when I was transitioning and, and kind of detoxing in a way from from. So, you know the the music business way of thinking is a song called "All Alone Here with You," sitting at here at the grand piano, overlooking again the fields, and realizing that that for me as a woman, um, my attachment to husband and family and so forth was all mixed in with this need to write and to create. And for that to happen for most people, especially for women, there needed to be transitions from different parts of your life, right? What better transition so from this East song, Coast to West, right? right? <laughs> and from, um, from mom role, you know, from wife role, from, you know, this to that into, into um, art to, to creativity, or even just reconnecting 
with your spouse after having done, you know, everything you do. So this song is Life Mirrors Art or Art Mirrors Life. It's called All Alone Here With You, written here, looking out at the fields and wanting to reconnect and wanting to have these pieces of my life um, struggling with each other. And uh, I wrote it for my husband. And um, um, so let's just, I'll just play it for you guys. Okay, let's hear it. Just might get carried 
So there you have it. A woman left alone at a piano, finally. (laughs) I even understood that song. (laughs) That song I call, Leave Me Alone, But Don't Go Away. Right. (laughs) Like, honey, just wait for it. Wait, I'm coming. You know, let me move. Let me transition into the me that remembers how much I love you. So that was my point before where everything in your life going on, you really do need just a moment. Oh, I'm telling you, to to change and to move. And this, this next song I want to play you is a recording off of my CD, Never Felt the Sun, which was, um, on this song, it's featured um, Hubert Laws, a very, very famous uh, flautist, who actually came and recorded this flute part in my bathroom. <laughs> really? In Rancho Santa Fe, where I, where I lived there. We turned it into a studio, because, and the bathroom was the most resonant place. Oh, that place. gives great sound, yes. So actually, on my CD, there are pictures of this really, really well-known, incredibly well-known jazz um, uh, flautist, um, Hubert Laws playing in my bathroom. You gotta love that. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is from Southern California days, but this song really says a lot too. It's called "Never Felt the Sun," and it's about about uh, waking up because I was a sleepwalker for many years, and one of the things that happened that has allowed me to, to be creative was kind of coming to life. And this is about um, feeling like you've experienced for the very first time the sun, the rain, these different things. So it's kind of apropos. Well, I can't wait to hear it.
Well, folks, you've just heard Never Felt the Sun from my CD, Never Felt the Sun, title track, featuring Hubert Laws on flute and a host of other very talented Southern California musicians from my time there. We're going to take a short break. I am Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio, having coffee with my engineer, Don, and we'll be back to talk some more about Dream Farm, my music, and what happens here. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. 
Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, folks. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio, and my guest today is me, (laughs) Don Richardson, our engineer here, having a conversation about my music today and what happens here at Dream Farm, which is a real, really the name of our farm, and uh, named that because I just felt like this is a really inspiring place where we could reinvent ourselves as a family, and I can invent myself as a musician. I didn't think I'd learn any more, but I'm learning more. Yeah, and you've reinvented yourself, I think, too, because you do so many things, and you've gotten to really, really, really explode in your engineering here. Well, I love this stuff. This is great. Awesome. Well, you know, I wanted people to hear a little bit about the eclectic nature of my tastes and my ears and what I do. So a while ago when I was in San Diego, um, I brought in a wonderful um, collaborator, Kamal Kenyatta, to help me arrange the Bacchianus Brasilieris for jazz uh, rhythm section. This was written by Heider Villalobos. And as a classical guitarist, I'm trained in classical guitar, I love Villalobos music. But he also wrote this Bacchianus Brasilieris aria number five, um, which um, my mom sang. And she was a classical uh, singer, very much an inspiration to me. Anyway, I wanted to redo this and sing this myself from a jazz perspective. Mm. It's got so much coloration, the cellos, the rhythm section. Nobody's, I don't think, ever put this together with a jazz rhythm section. Um, And so I did this in, in my project, Never Felt the Sun. I absolutely love it. So many colorations, so many different things coming together. So I wanted to play for everybody this this little gem. And think of my mom, too. Well, this will be a feast for your ears. There you go.
So what did you think of that? <laughs> Definitely different. Because yeah. when you think about that piece of music, you don't think of it as a jazz piece. Although all of those Brazilian rhythms are so consistent with the rhythmic formations of yeah. so much of jazz music, because Brazilian music has influenced so much of jazz. So it makes complete sense now. But at the time uh, Villa Lobos wrote it, I don't know that you would have um, thought of it in quite those terms. Right. You know, But... Um, as a classical guitarist, uh, um, which was my major in, in college, uh, he, he was just a huge, huge influence on anyone who's, who studied guitar seriously. And I think his writing actually affected mine because he writes very spatially and he writes kinesthetically, he, the, idiomatically for the guitar, which means the way in which the guitar is created. You can move half steps, you can find chords that you like and move up incrementally, and, and it's kind of shape-oriented. The, the chords form shapes that can be moved around on the instrument and create these interest, interesting textures and so forth. And that's definitely uh, reflected in the, the way that I write music for guitar. And, I, and it may even transfer back into how I write music on the piano sometimes. But right. in any event, it was, it was a treat to have uh, the guitar, the classical guitar influence in my life as a writer and um, to integrate that with a lot of other things, you know. Well, we've done a lot of shows where you've shown off that talent. 
Now, ironically, having had all that influence and writing as much as I do for guitar and voice, I'm not really doing much guitar today. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll save that for another show. I kind of have a group of things I conceive a little differently, although it's all integrated in some way with my style. Uh, I write for piano, and then I write for guitar. So we're kind of featuring some piano things today. And I guess maybe it would be really good to to kind of round up our excursion into the... um, into the dream farm world by sharing one more song with our audience and taking some time to set it up. This is called When You Touch a Dream. And um, when we first moved here, there was a, a lady in our community who was extremely instrumental in, in, in encouraging me to go for it with my dreams and to bringing art and music to Hollis and also to putting it out there, to taking risks and, and putting my music front and center again and taking and taking leaps into the kind of net that I was hoping would be there for me, you know, taking risks. And, um, and so uh, she heard some of my music and she said, we need to share this with everyone. How can I help you? And this lady who's not even particularly, you know, a musician or, uh, you know, she was just important to me. She she didn't have anything but her ears and her heart. I was going to say she had a pair of ears, and that's right. But I mean, sometimes you look for people who are supposedly going to validate the parking ticket of your talent by virtue of their their degree or their standing in the business that you're interested in or whatever. Well, I think there's a direct connection from the ear to the heart. Right, and you totally. know what? I think I've decided that I'd rather reach people whose hearts are open than necessarily people who are um, erudite in their thinking or, or aficionados, you know. Right. And so here's this lady here in the community who said, you need to share this music. And she listened. She just stopped and listened to me. You know what a gift that is for mm. people to actually listen anymore? There's so much fighting for our attention. So it is really a gift when somebody listens to an artist speak about their music and then looks at it really or 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 when a musician plays music and somebody really listens and lets that music touch their heart and so this person here uh in in new hampshire listened to me and then helped me bring people into the barn for the first time to hear what we were doing and so i actually wrote this song for her her name is janet i love her to pieces it's called when you touch a dream And it became the theme song for everything I've done in reaching out and deciding I'm going to listen to other musicians. I'm going to bring them into the barn, and I'm going, and now with the radio show, I'm going to listen to these people. I'm going to open my heart to their music. And I'm hoping that on the show, we encourage people to stop and open, to to listen, and to open their hearts to the music they get to hear. So this song is called When You Touch a Dream. I'm going to play it for you now. Long lost dream will begin. 
Well, that was my song, When You Touch a Dream, and it's kind of a showstopper in a way. And I play it live, something happens. People kind of stop and experience a connection because I'm letting them into my heart to let them know that I really want them to hear because I think I'm going to give something to them that's going to matter to them. And I also want to thank you, Don Richardson, again, our uh, engineer. Oh, you're very welcome. Because you give so much in all that you do to do fine multi-track recordings of what happens here alive and really supporting the musicians who come. Well, I believe the quality should be the best that it can be. And you know what? I think you do a super job. Thank you. (laughs) I couldn't um, end the show without mentioning how Don has really helped make some of my dreams come true by making my barn really a, a media center. So anyway, if you're interested in knowing more about Dream Farm please do um, check out dreamfarmradio.com and you can see photos of Don and photos of myself and the artists that are here and come and go and um, the seasonal photos of this gorgeous place. And also you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of Dream Farm Radio right in your inbox. 
And uh, we'd love for you to do that. You can like us on Facebook and the whole spiel. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Our Dreams, Our Heart. And we um, hope that you'll come back and share more of this with us again soon. I'm Julie Lavender for Dream Farm Radio. Let me tell you the cinnamon mission. In my book is a capital crime. And it couldn't be my style. I've a certain self or fair. And when I walk into a room, ain't nobody done. See one.